you're listening to Science Boobies, culturally insensitive quantum physics and space-time stuff. With your hosts, Jen and Brian. You can find us on scienceboobies.com. That's right, boobies. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Science Boobies, the only podcast that promises boobies and delivers pictures of boobies, at least one picture. Um, so that's all we can deliver right now. But the rest will deliver in voice. Uh, my voice, uh, the host, Brian, and oh, co-host, excuse me, and my other co-host, Jen. Say hi, Jen. Hi, everyone. Great to be here. Jen promises to be 10% louder in this episode, so um, her rantings should have 10% extra crunch. <laughs> um, her rantings today are going to be just like when you were a kid and used to, uh, your parents used to fix you a bowl of Captain Crunch, and after you ate, finished the bowl, like your mouth would bleed because Captain Crunch is made of like aluminum wing nuts. So it's going to be kind of like that. It is, in a lot of ways. All right, so... Where would you like to start off this week, Jen? I don't know. Um, I think that in the future it will be important to know how to remove um, radioactive material. So I figured out a way to do that, at least for the skin. So I heard, I heard that, that the higher-ups in this country, military, behind-the-scenes, shadow government, already have ways of decontamination that they're kind of holding until it's necessary, like after like a World War III scenario or like a major dirty bomb thing, like they're, they're waiting that they have, you know, on a shelf next to the tire that never goes flat or the battery that never dies. They have this thing that will decontaminate you. So is that, have you heard the same thing? I don't go into conspiracy theories, I'll be honest with you. I, I find them tedious. I just find it someone, like 99% of the time, some crazy person ranting. You know, some people would say that about you, Jen. I know. I also placed a curse on anyone who dares to call me crazy that they will become crazy as well. So if you want to doubt my powers, then there's one way to try it. It's a stupid way. Yet I know people will continue to do it. And even though I never turn. I didn't know know you could cast curses. (laughs) Are you kidding? I'm impressed. Aw. You can do it all. Oh, come on. Yes, you can do it all. You can do it all. I'm really impressed. Um, so <laughs> saying that. No, I'm I'm seriously like like audience, Jen does a lot of stuff that like I can't discuss on the show, like, you know, our personal lives. Not our personal lives together, but like she has stuff that she does in her personal life that's pretty goddamn impressive that I can't <laughs> discuss. And that's like the 50% you can't know about. So we just talk about the 50% the 50% you do know about. So just everything I'm saying about Jen, just multiply by two because there's stuff I cannot tell you because it's top secret. But um, so anyway, so uh, yes, she's multi-talented. Um, what is the biggest um, uh, uh, sore um, on your um, metaphysical skin this week? Like, What's the thing that pisses you off the most that we can talk about? I was sad that more people weren't happier about the periodic table. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the periodic table. What the hell is, is your scratch and sniff periodic table? What is that well, the about? The thing is, hey, in special relativity, there's an event. Okay. Okay. So special relativity in another is another way of saying that the speed of light is constant, which is why the name special relativity for that theory is. 
Okay. Very stupid. But it's Marxistish, right? Everything that they teach has this twink to it to make it basically impossible to understand, which is why I despise it so much. <clears throat> okay, okay. You, you digress. I've digressed, right? So right. I was always like, hey, this is so awesome. Can we just be like happy all the time? But people just got you're di- weirder. You're digressing again. We're talking about the periodic table. So let's go back to right. the periodic table. Right. Periodic table was finally when I gave up on trying to like directly convey a concept to people. I was like, fuck you all. You're never going to understand because I've basically tried everything. So now I'm going to just write it down. And if you like it, cool. If not, go fuck yourself. And then when it was super cool. Okay. I figured I'd be like, holy crap, fucking amazing. Let's just talk about this all the time. Which I know is probably on some level what is happening. I'm just, I expected for more. For Okay. Some people, what are you I talking about? Like, cool. It's okay. the, Can we talk about the periodic table? Limit. It's the local limit, which is the smallest thing in the world. Okay. It's like the smallest possible thing, right? Yes. There is a limit to how small stuff can be. In that yeah. Level. So far it's the, um, it's the, uh, what is it? The bosons and the, the groupons. Yeah. Groupons. It's like an individual proton, protonic, an individual protonic uh, waveform would be the okay. smallest manifesting okay. that you would need. Okay. Everything else is a misinterpretation of entropic principles, which... Oh, fuck me with the ducks. You already imagine, said it. Jesus I know Christ. you do not wish to go into the entropic principles, but that is the formula of that periodic... All right, all right. Okay, so... I know but I want to ask you, before, before you get into, like, the really weird shit, okay... <laughs> You're looking at the periodic table, the one that we all use, and you're enamored by it, right? Is that accurate? No. Hey, yeah. I was annoyed as fuck and probably a little bit intoxicated. It was before I discovered anything, so obviously I was quite frustrated. All right. About what? You know, being happy all the time and just everybody else being like in a fucking God. What about the periodic table? What? You told me you have this special periodic table that is based on things other than the regular periodic table, and I'm begging you to discuss it. What? Are you not asking me how I discovered it? No, I don't care how you discovered it. I want you to describe it to me. Then we can talk about how you discovered it. Please describe to the audience your strange, unique periodic table. Okay, so everything is a space-time event. Everything is a space-time event, okay. and there's a limit to how big a, or how small a space-time event can be. Okay, yes. There's also a limit to how big it can be, which would be the age of the universe that you measure, right? Well, there's also the multiverse, so this is oh, universe the multiverse. I. Okay, first universe of all, I. you guys love Occam's Razor so much, and the multiverse thing is completely mm-hmm. A, improbable. B, violating the... There's no evidence to support a multiverse. Fucking it's precept. a scientific I'm, theory. It's a scientific theory. You have to start out with, with the uh, hypothesis. That makes no predictions. Okay, it's worthless. Any hypothesis that doesn't actually make predictions is a pile of garbage. It's like string theory. It's like why would anybody? I'm sorry to say it, but why the hell would anybody ever study such a sack of garbage? It just makes you think like a freaking kludge head. Like everyone, 
I think string theory is actually really cool. What's cool about it? I'm a fan of it because it answers certain questions. It's very elegant. It's very simple. It flows. It has a lot of has a lot of chi. Strings have chi. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm totally serious. Like it, it, like it, it, like okay. Let's say you have a telephone, right? And no one's ever heard of a telephone, right? Okay, you, you see this box, and you can talk to someone else across the world with it. And you're trying to explain how it works. Now, you could, you, you can make the explanation really difficult, but if you just say something like, electricity carries your voice from here to there, where it speaks to the other person. Just simple, elegant explanation. That's like string theory. That's why I have proxies, right? You get to be the person who fucking tells people who aren't fucked yeah. Who aren't, well, I have a specific target group, obviously. I don't really give a shit what anybody else thinks. Yeah. You All have right. to find a target audience because, trust me, a lot of people despise me if you haven't figured I, that out yet. I have figured that out. Ladies and gentlemen of the listening audience, believe it or not, there are many, many thousands of people <laughs> on the Sorry. Internet that cannot stand Jen. Oh, my God. They hear the name Jen Sharp, and their skin literally starts crawling. And, you know, it's not because the stuff Jen says is wrong. It's because the stuff Jen says gets under their skin parasitically. It will stand under their skin until what Jen says will manifest into a living particle and devour them from the inside out. That's what they're scared of. Is that a good way to describe it, Jen? So... If I could piss off the right people, that would give a very good reason to put me in power, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, so we basically we have to piss off the right people, which we're trying to do with this podcast. Um, by the way, sciencefoobies.com, go on the website. We have T-shirts for sale. You can listen to the other shows. We have archived different shows. You can also message Jen and myself. The emails are on the page. Please spread it to your friends. Uh, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that shit. So uh, please take the sciencebloobies.com link, share it on your Facebook timeline. I'm fucking serious. I'm talking to you. Every <laughs> one of you that's listening right now, you think it doesn't matter you if you do it? You do. Just listen, you listen, want to piss off an asshole-ish person, <laughs> I will fuck them up. Just listen, listen, listen. I'm talking to you, you listener. You listener. I know we don't have that many yet, so you're important. You listener that's listening right now, it is important that you take our link and share it on your Facebook timeline. Or if you have a lot of Twitter followers, tweet it out to your followers. It's actually important that you do that. Not the person next to you that's listening. You. You have to do it. You know that saying, only you can prevent forest fires? Only you can prevent the collapse of the universe. Okay? So you need to spread the this word about sciencebooks.com. The risk yeah. you're taking is creating a world that you cannot deny you will be reincarnated into where it will be impossible to tell what is true and what isn't. Jen personally guarantees mathematical reincarnation for all who worship her. I've already signed up for that. So <laughs> I will be back. I, I've already asked to come back as a, um, as a life-giving um, bodyguard or excuse me, a, a life-giving lifeguard robot. So I'm going to be like <laughs> David Hasselhoff on the beach with a red, <laughs> bikini but I'll, I'll be a robot and I'll, I'll be you know doing mouth-to-mouth resuscitation I'll only rescue chicks though so you guys out there that are you know, make sure you bring a flotation device because I'm, I'm, I'm only gonna 
give mouth to mouth to the ladies. And you really advocate like, personal responsibility, eh? Well, no, it, 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 it's not a, like a, it's not a homophobic thing. Like, okay, it's fine. Let's go. So if a guy's drowning, I'll, I'll give you mouth to mouth. Fine. I'll be a robot, a life giving robot. I'll give you mouth to mouth. It doesn't mean I have to enjoy it, but the ladies out there, I, I will absolutely, you know, save your life and probably um, as you're being wheeled off to the, to the, to the hospital, the ambulance, I'll slip you my number. Um, that way you can call me later if you survive. All right, I digress. Um, so anyway, yes, you have, listeners out there have to share the information about this, about this podcast. You have to spread it. Sciencefoobies.com. All right, that's my diatribe. Um, now, back to Jen. Jen, lots of people hate you for what you say. It's awesome. That's why I love you. So go on about the periodic table. It's the smallest non-zero space-time event. Okay, which is a, a boson or a phason or... No, 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 no. It's an no. event. So it includes every element. The periodic table itself is an event. The entire thing. Okay, so and how would you draw this? Knowledge, Dave. I bet... I don't want to say that knowledge has been suppressed because I doubt it has been, but I think it would have been discovered already if there hadn't been so much other suppressed knowledge. Okay. So what's been suppressed? Can you reveal it? I'd be guessing. Well, that's fine. We at sciencebooties.com are allowed to guess. Hypothetically, what is currently making society bad? Um, Yeah. Subverted women who are making men into cucks, who are then horribly depressed, who then attempt to join anti-SJW groups on Facebook, which appear to be policed by people doing psyops, which is fucking annoying because it's like, blow me with your gay psyops. I don't give a shit about anything. So if you fucking come at me, I'll tell you only a few life goals, but it's whoever comes to fucking assassinate me is getting their eyes clawed out. <clears throat> wow. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what is on Jen's personal ad. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you something. It's working. That's all I'll say. It's working. Um, <laughs> Whatever it is, <laughs> it's working because as soon as I got in the media, I said, I'll just keep posting if you guys want. And the more I posted, the more the media got better. So I was like, okay, yeah. if I'm doing this, it'll probably just continue on to what, I, what exactly I want it to be, which is punching somebody in the face over 9-11 and making a bunch of people feel like, fucking idiots and asking them Please. why they fucked up on 9-11 so bad. NIST lied about 9-11. It's like, do you want even want credibility, bitch? Sorry, I shouldn't be talking about a professional organization, but honestly. Well, we, uh, we've yet to have our 9-11 show. We, we, we will have that soon. We will take the entire episode. I'm so we'll talk about that conversation. Like, I'm just bitter about it. You're just, well, you're, you're better than that. Your bitterness brings out your creativity. Does it? Yes. Oh my God, if you weren't bitter, you'd be the most boring person in the world. Really? Mm-hmm. Just think about it. The old gen would not have been like this, this metaphysical magnet that attracts proxies like, like, um, like iron fillings to a magnet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> right. It's called on-air teasing, ladies and gentlemen. Getting Jen all whipped up so she can tell us finally now about this goddamn periodic table. Now, 
what I want from you, Jen, is, is I want you to answer this directly, which I know for you is impossible, but I'll ask anyway. Okay. This new periodic table of yours, can you draw it out, make a graphic of it, so we could then maybe make a file that people can download from the sciencebloobies.com website? Could you do that? Um, sure. Wow. Okay, that was easy. Um, would this um, periodic table look vastly different from what is shown in a earth science class, uh, you know, in middle school and stuff like that? Well, it's a circle. Well, it's a sphere. Okay. It's a sphere in the important thing to remember is that there's three space and one time direction, dimension. Okay. Okay. And that's true on every scale. Okay. So on the very small scale, it manifests one way, and it is equivalent to um, the special relativity phenomenon, which is honestly, it's amazing, yet they give it this name, which is like, how annoying, it's like relativity, and he gives that explanation, which is such a fucking shill explanation of like, well, sitting on a hot, you know the metaphor Einstein gave about sitting on the hot, whatever the fuck it is. Anyway, so the idea is that that is actually theoretically no different. It's just a different scale of the same manifestation. And that's the crazy part is like special relativity is one, is one level of, of that four-dimensional space um, inevitability, and the periodic table is another level of it. So it suggests okay. that anything that's not four-dimensional is not really accurate because it's a measurement limit. There's only so many, you know... There's only so many dimensions you can measure. Time's well, obviously not linear. Not rectilinear, obviously, because we have the seasons, right? Well, there's only 11 dimensions, right, if you include time? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't have more than that because it would violate the measurement limit. You can only measure, you can only take three measurements per approximately order of magnification. All right. So how many elements would be on your periodic table? 118. Okay, so it's the same number of elements again, but how would it look different? Would it be spherical, like you said? Would it have different names? Would, would things be connected differently? Well, it would just basically look like it had been flushed down a toilet. Okay. Uh, what would happen if you printed this uh, Jen Sharf periodic table and brought it to um, the physics professor, let's say Brian Green, and showed it to him? What, what would he say? A lot of people get sad. <laughs> Do people often get sad when you show them things that you've made, Jen? Well, they, they <laughs> yeah, they sometimes go a little crazy. Just like the number of people calling me crazy, I'm like, this is honestly the most focus I've ever felt probably in my life. So, Razor sharp. We are seriously... Um, I don't know if you're a fan of intention. I, I kind of am, am getting to be a fan of it, but we are creating a lot of intention with this show. You think and, so? And intention is like, intention is like, ladies and gentlemen, let, like let's say you have you have a comfortable pair of shoes, right? And you walk, you walk to the corner store every day with these comfortable pairs of shoes. Nothing changes. Your life's boring. When we create intention, that's like a little pebble in your shoe that every time you take a step, it like it like it hurts a little bit. You notice it there. It's like it's, it's like irritating, and then it goes away, and then it comes back. It's this novel event that keeps happening, but it's novel because it's just, it's not the same every time. It just keeps irritating you. 
it, it, it makes you change your actions. You're going to take your shoe off. You're going to shake it out. You're going to try to get that out of there. That's what we do. We are a disruptive force in the metaphysical universe, and we're trying to, to disrupt the way people think about time, space, energy, um, the quantum world, everything. Is that accurate, Jen? I think you're on the right track. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a glowing um, uh, review there. What am I missing? Nothing. No, that's good. I okay, mean, it all, depends, okay. it all depends what you want out of it. You know, knowledge isn't something you have to accommodate or anything. It's, it's more I you have want, to let go of other things before you can embrace the knowledge. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I'm going to add to what you said by, ironically, I'm going to add to what you're saying by saying that taking away things actually increases knowledge. I, I say that this world is so full of misinformation. Now, I know you're going to agree with this totally. Um, this world is so full of misinformation that to become smarter, it's absolutely imperative that you disregard, dislodge, um, turn into, into flossum and jetsum these old ideas that, that were, like, ingrained in you from the time you were born. You, you, have to, like, you have to get rid of some to make room for new ones. You can't keep all the, all the stupid... Um, um, the, consensus bullshit um, knowledge in your head and then try to become enlightened. To become enlightened, you have to, you have to, like, you have to um, open the hatch and dump all the crap out of your brain. You have to create some empty space. And the okay. problem is, you know, a lot of Christians, they have a great intention, like they want to go back to religion, which I'll be honest with you, I don't think any religion can survive the fucking Internet. I just don't. Good. I hope they all go down in fiery blaze. Every one of them. So I really respect the intention of people who who are pursuing religion, but you have to really wonder, like, what's... No, it's because they're delusional. If you're told something from the time you're a little kid, it's going to be... It's going to change the the synaptic connections in your brain, and then to to rewire that, people, people would get suicidal before they would let their brain become rewired. This is why like, it's just some, this is why it's just an overwhelmingly almost impossible task to wake up the, the earth from this, this massive God delusion that, that everyone is under right now. And the aliens, by the way, the aliens that are coming here to like hang out with us are waiting just beyond the moon. They're hanging out there. They will not come any closer until we get rid of the God delusion. So we are keeping, we're keeping reincarnation is the key. Well, that takes time, I think, right? No, accepting it as a fact will cure people of their dumbass religions because they'll immediately want to be part of the religion that causes them liberation the fastest. Because ultimately, when you start on the path, most people is in some level of a self, not a selfish end, but they're... Hello. For this episode, we want to welcome all of our religious listeners. We're going to melt your skulls. Get the marshmallows ready. Ah, you cannot circumvent the personal development phase. See, like anybody who actually could do it is so turned off by the people that actually do do it. Talking about yoga practice. Like they're so dumb, but they're turned off by it. But obviously, it'll make them happier. Is that like when I watch someone do these really hard yoga poses and I'm like, this sucks. I'm not going to do yoga anymore. No. I, I think it's a like a, I mean I, I had a lot of guys come up to me and be like I heard myself in a yoga class I'm like okay <laughs> why are they telling you this 
because I was in the news over the whole. No, I, I know what I'm saying, but what do they want out of saying that to you? Like, what do they want you to do? What do they want me to do? What do they want you to say in response to them saying they've been hurt in yoga class? You're asking me what they want from me? Yes. People All don't really saying. have personality very much in this culture. They just repeat facts. They're very ang- have a lot of anxiety as regards morality, oh. probably due to psychic pollution from certain fake wars in certain circumstances, certain people, okay. certain checkers. So these people that, that came up to you are, obviously have not phased you too much because you don't seem to be wanting to go into too much detail about that. So that is fine. Okay, so let's just suffice to say lots of idiots walk up to you and said, I hurt my shoulder doing yoga. No, they're not and, idiots. They're just, they're ill-informed, you know. It's, yeah. The thing is, like, the people who teach it are often very competitive. Like, they're, do this, like, go really hard into this, blah, 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 like, kind of bossy and stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not appropriate, obviously. They try to None shove yoga people. down your throat. Well, I mean, it's a very arrogant uh, demeanor to have. Yeah. What do you think about those like military grade um, Hatha yoga classes that like they're um, you know the, the heat they're up to like 200 degrees and they have like these ex like marine guys have you do these incredibly difficult poses and like try to induce pain and stuff and, and they still call them yoga classes. What, what do you think of that? What do I think specifically about Hulk Hogan doing a yoga video? Well, um. <laughs> Uh, it's not Hulk Hogan, but I, I've seen ads for this. Um, I think in Cambridge, Massachusetts, or somewhere near there, there was a, a uh, an advertisement for um, Hatha Yoga, and they were really like showing all these military guys with these muscles and tattoos doing these like really difficult poses and like talking about how you're gonna sweat and you, and the pain is gonna like deliver you or whatever. That's not yoga, is it? What do you think, for fuck's sake? I don't. Well, Obviously, I'm asking you so the audience can hear it come from your mouth. Well, the ironic thing about the whole yoga cultural appropriation thing was basically it proved that Westerners are cold-hearted, psychopathic cultural appropriators who don't give a fuck what they culturally appropriate, since yoga is, if anything, um, the worst thing cultural appropriated. Right? It's basically, it's the town bicycle. It's like the town cow with... I don't even want to say it, but it's horrible. Okay. I know it's a sore spot in, in your relatively recent history. Yet, ironically, yet even though I personify this archetype, uh, seemingly. <laughs> you, might as well have a, you might as well have a three-corner hat and a powdered wig, Jen. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just showed up, on a, you showed up to yoga class on the Mayflower, and, and you, um, <laughs> you told all the Indians to leave because uh, – <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> when I say Indians, by the way, I'm talking about Indian Indians, not Native Americans. So, anyway, here's the uh, deal. I yeah. totally, totally get it. Like, I get mm. it. You know what I mean? Like, but yet the class to target, if that's your concern, isn't mine, right? What do you mean? If I'm guilty of yogic cultural appropriation, then who isn't? Yeah, it's like Spartacus. 
At the yes, end of the movie, I where mean, everyone's like, "I am Spartacus." Well, I, do I am feel Spartacus. That this is actually this is a problem, and I'm glad to be able to bring awareness to it because I do think that is a huge step forward. And I think the next step forward is ramming reincarnation on everyone's throats and saying, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." You don't oh, want to be reincarnated. The world you're creating, you fucking idiot. Okay. Um, I don't think you can fit that on a button. No, I don't think you can fit it on a button, but I'm sure someone will make a Pepe out of it at some point because honestly. Oh, Pepe. You got me in a Pepe now. Awesome. If you're not Pepe, then go to hell because seriously, everybody is. There's no reason not to be. I'm literally, this is the thing. I, I spent two and a half months trying to convince those SJW fucktards at Ottawa U to run the class. I was literally desperate because, you know, if I want something, I'm just going to go get it, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know. This woman who I made a meme likening her to Kim Jong-un, she just, she just didn't like it. You have to send it to me. Please, please send it to me. The problem is that people, like, project their self-loathing onto me because mm-hmm. when you're a leech imitation, disgusting fraud, and you find the archetype you're imitating, you're always disgusted with yourself and your mediocrity. And this is the real weakness of the globalists at the end of the day is the people they get to do their dirty work are the retardedest scum fucks you've ever met in your life that you couldn't even imagine. The only reason they're doing what they're doing is because they're too dumb to realize that they're too dumb to make any such decision, which is exactly where our power comes from. All right is everybody. Scary world out there. It's even scarier when I'm a perpetual bait for these fucktards. You love that, don't you, by the way? Uh, well, you love baiting People them. need to know they're being Marxistly subverted. It's horrible. It, it treats people horribly. It makes dumb people think that they can just dom smart people, and that's unacceptable. There needs to be some deference to intellectual authority now. I don't know what has to happen for that to be real reality, but IQ the days for, How about this? How about IQ tests for voting privileges? I would say that it's only a small group that gets to vote, and if you betray that group in any way, like for money, you're out of the group, right? doesn't matter how, like, you know what I mean? Like Pete Rose. Like Salt and Honor. Okay. It's, it's got to be about honor because people are literally in pain and how disgusted they are and their leadership. But that's the problem. Like, it's a system where only utter psychopaths can flourish. And then when they're there, they're just like, whatever. Ha, ha, ha. Fuck you guys. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, Elon Musk, you're going to reset reality? No, fuck you. You're getting reincarnated infinity, bitch. And that's what my whole <laughs> line is. You know? That's, that's um, why the message so easy to convey it's just like accept it even and, and and i tell people even if you can't accept it on a personal level because you want to go you know fillet jesus in heaven i'm sorry but give me a fucking break the jesus heaven thing give me a break okay i get it but you, you know why wait till you die for that that is why it is a silly thing to fantasize about so you're offering the, the express train to the afterlife enlightenment rather than... saying, why would you deny yourself to know something that's knowledge and put the religion of your birth in the context it belongs. In the context of what? It belongs. Don't you want to be? Isn't your goal happiness? Like, what's yes. your goal? Like, what's the goal? To me, the only way to get to a My goal, goal is, is happiness. <laughs> to me, the only way to get to happiness is to know the truth. So, to me, the truth has always been so obvious, and it's been confusing to me that other people can also tell the truth. So, I just spent my life trying to 
figure out a way to convey that to them. And then when I just mm-hmm. periodic people, I was like, sweet, because I have the periodic people. So if ever somebody was like, what's up? I'd be like, I could just show them that. And they'd be like, cool. You know what I mean? I'm going to take on this task, by the way, of uh, designing or helping you to de- helping present your periodic table to the masses. Um, I could see you in a cape with the periodic table like on it. <laughs> no, what I want you to do is I want you to send, send your periodic table to me, and I'm, and I, I'm going to jazz it up, get it all nice and colorful and stuff, and then we'll, we'll have it as a, as a, as a free download. I asked Roxy to draw it, and her art just turned into this, like, crazy stuff. It's so amazing. Well, I'm pretty good at this stuff, so I will make it look pretty. And maybe, if it looks good enough, maybe we'll even uh, sell, like, uh, canvas prints of it or whatever, you know, because no living room is complete without a six-foot-wide, yen sharp, scratch-and-sniff periodic table on the wall. I really love it. Like, I just did a little drawing of it just because – for timing, you know, I mm-hmm. don't have time to do everything because there's many imminent things that have happened with this whole Trump presidency thing. Oh, and speaking of which, speaking of which, today I heard a leaked story that George H.W. Bush is going to vote for Hillary. Seriously, um, I heard that. How I'll take things that are the least surprising thing on the planet. Globalist shills only know how to be globalist shills. And when you realize that that's all anybody is, is just indoctrinated by this false bags of crap like you know the one the worst one is the unfalsifiable fallacy where people are like oh it's unfalsifiable it can't be scientific it's like what (laughs) i never had somebody ever try to tell me what science was to that extent before Mm -hmm. as i did in that Mm -hmm. group of insane geniuses i'll tell you that that's good that's good Um, you know what i don't think sanity is something you can necessarily control because I think someone who's obsessed with being sane all the time is probably pretty clutchy and has a pretty limited view of reality. Yeah, because you'd have to have your blinders on most of the time and only kind of see what you're told to see. Yeah, so most people shouldn't be allowed to vote, right? Like, if that's the world you want to live in, then you shouldn't be able to vote, right? An IQ test, I think, would be a good way to to like spruce up the voting pool and it's fair for everyone. It doesn't uh, necessarily favor a certain gender or creed or, or race or whatever, you know, races are by the way, fictitious and man-made, but what we call race, it would not favor one over the other. So um, a universally agreed upon IQ test for the voting pool would be awesome. And people like uh, Trump would never even get past um, the exploratory committee. There's something wrong with Trump. He's awesome. What the fuck is everybody so jealous of Trump? Come on. That's one of the things. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's just propaganda stuff. Everybody's anti-businesses. Free enterprise is what makes the country work. You should know that. You work at a business. You have a shirt-selling organization. You work in a business too. You work in a business that takes money in, does a product. I am not denying that at all. I'm saying, all I'm saying is exactly what I'm saying. All right. I'm saying that certain precepts are false and I'm going to laugh them out of existence because if someone hurts you, Mm -hmm. you're allowed to retaliate. 
Just because it, it happened to retaliate a grillion times harder doesn't mean that I'm breaking the rules, in fact. No. No. <laughs> because, I'm excited be, about that. Because the universe is a hologram, you can actually create your own rules, so it's okay. People in this world want to create their own rules where they're just like, oh, my God, I'm going to get reincarnated into a fucking computer. And I'm just like, you're delusional, okay? That one that <laughs> Um, Even this idea of living forever, it's like, what? I want to live yeah. forever. I don't want to ever die. You don't want don't to ever die. I don't have to live on this planet as a human, but I want my consciousness to live on forever. Well, I do. I do. Yeah, through reincarnation, right? Well, okay. I, I keep trying to, 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 to interject this. We, we have to talk about this before we do this next show because I want to devote an entire show to reincarnation. Um, so you we'll think not talk anymore about it. ready to hear the truth? <laughs> yes. You know, ready or not, here we come because people need to hear You've it. already but, seen my whole hand. You've seen the knowledge that I'm going to share publicly with everyone. Yes, so I you have. Already know and down the pipe. I fear, I fear for the feeble-minded, for the weak-skinned, <laughs> for those of us for those of us who buy our clothes at Walmart, those of us that eat from the four food groups, those of us that have a well-balanced meal with whole grains, people like you are going to have your skull fucked by both of us. <laughs> you agree? Um, well, I mean, if you mean metaphorically, then... Metaphorically, yes. Not physically. Metaphorically... We are going to fuck the skulls of every single person on this planet. Um, well, it's either, you know, I, I think it'll be all for the best at the end of the day. I think um, I think it will be, too. I, th I think uh, it'll be a, a metaphorical house cleaning of sorts. Oh, a metaphorical one. A metaphorical house cleaning of, of one's brain, which is in, one, in one's skull. And that's why the aforementioned skull fuckery is unfortunately necessary. There won't be an option in the next life. Everyone will be immediately, transcendentally, because I so want to do the whole thing. Okay, so this is the only life where people will have the chance to get their brain melted by us. Oh, no, next time they won't have a choice. This time they will have a choice. Oh, okay, so no choice this time. No, no, choice no, this time. Choice this time. Got it. No choice next time. Next lifetime, everyone's skull fucked. Guaranteed. <laughs> and the idea is, can we keep a lasting life going? Can we keep a tradition going long enough that mm -hmm. the people alive the next time, when it does come back in the form, the destructive form, mm -hmm. if anybody will actually be at a point where they won't, go completely crazy for such a well catatonic it'll be more like catatonic we don't want catatonic followers do we oh that's what i'm saying next life like well because okay if, if you're egotistically so deluded right if you're living mm -hmm. such a false life right like everybody's got egotistical illusions you need them to live but then when you're living this completely false reality mm -hmm. and you encounter something true obviously like for a lot of people you have a mental breakdown which is what's happening with this in some ways with the science stuff, people are just like having a hard time digesting it. Okay. But whatever. 
Um, I wanted to talk about fractals this episode, but we're running out of time, so remind me, next episode we'll talk about fractals, and we'll tell you what, we'll make it a two-part episode. We'll talk about fractals and reincarnation for our next episode. Remind me, please remind me so we can prepare. Ha, 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 we don't prepare, we just talk. But um, uh, <laughs> I've been final... preparing this my whole life. Do you have any uh, final thoughts this week, Jen? Um, not really. I put a new article on the blog, which is biggest errors of globalist scum, because maybe you're a globalist shill scumbag, and you just don't know it yet. So you probably oh, want to reading quick. this article will enlighten you. Yes, go to the Church of Entropy link on the sciencebloobies.com website. It's um, Knowledge really hurts, but I realize most people just never had any knowledge, so they don't know the difference. But trust me, being knowledgeable is super great and makes you really happy. Please trust me. Oh, oh, you're so, you make it sound like, like you're buying lemonade from some kid at the lemonade stand. It's so awesome. Just like have a look inside this little box here, and it's like the, it's like a shining periodic table where it's like, oh. Yeah. But you're, making me, you're making me sound like, like bad cop, and you're like good cop with the, you know, you're being good cop of I'm being weirdo cop. It's okay. Maybe we'll if just you place it next feel week. that way, it's just like an accustoming, like it's an acclimation thing. Like mm. I won't be alive forever. But Speak for yourself. I might. I don't plan on dying. Good work that Guru has done will live on in a meaningful way because mm. it really is amazing. Seriously. Will you make I'm going to finish 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 what you're gonna say? I thought it's Do you promise me that you're going to have the periodic table ready before the next show? I thought I explained it. No, I mean ready to print, like ready to give to me so I could make a nice presentation out of it for our listeners. Sure. I'll just email it to you and we hang up. Well, you don't have to be that specific. But yes, that's that's what I meant. Are you going to get it to me somehow? And you just said yes. Obviously, you didn't need to include the details of hanging up and emailing. But, you know, if people want to know how the inner workings of showbiz are, that's what they are, ladies and gentlemen. We hang up, and then she will email me. Um, my final thoughts this week are that um, all religion is stupid. It's all a lie. And um, if there are any priests or pastors or rabbis out there or imams, uh, you're all um, lying scum, and uh, you're trying to control people, and you need to um, you need to find a nice tall bridge somewhere and, and keep walking um, because the world has no use for you because you are deluding people and lying to people, and people want to be free, and you're filling their brains with such stupid muck that you're turning them into childlike fucking zombies that believe superstitious bullshit. And Jen and I are going to go up to each person in the United States, then the world. With the army of frogs. With an army of Pepe frogs, and we are going to shake this bullshit out of you. All right. Well, here's the deal, you know. If you want to do it for the right reasons, it's all good. But if you want to do it for the wrong reasons, it's like... There is no wrong reason to free someone from the delusion of religion. Well, for some people, like, it, it is an existentialist thing. Like, their brain is like, cave in. Good. Good. Fuck Slash. them. Let Slash. their brain cave in. 
people need a religion just by default, as I've said many times. So I don't silly care. To... Jen, okay. this, is where I get, this is where I get emotional. I don't care if we have to tell someone that their religion is folly and it makes them deflate like a punctured basketball. I don't care because they'll be happier as a deflated basketball that knows the truth rather than a filled up one that's full of shit. <laughs> All right. That's my final thought. Um, we're going to hang up and finish the show. And uh, don't forget, go to scienceboobies.com. That's scienceboobies.com. Get, get, get a t-shirt and um, email us with your show ideas and questions about um, metaphysics metaphysics, life, and time, and space, and quantum mechanics, and all that other shit. Um, also, um, oh yeah, no one has emailed us about a, a Jen's diatribe about the political Marxist system, so I guess no one can figure it out, which I'm not too surprised about. Anyway, if anyone has figured out the uh, previous episode about that, uh, please email us. All right, um, this is Brian signing off for the week. Um, goodbye. Bye, everyone. Everyone say goodbye to Jen. Bye. <laughs> This podcast is hosted by Jen and Brian and was recorded using the internet, which is a series of tubes. Copyright 2016 Intentional Sharfing Media Cartel. Music by David T. Chastain. Listen to more episodes on scienceboobies.com. Yes, I said boobies. Goodbye. Now go home and read a book before your brain dies of atrophy.